three women of Christ are on a mission and we've joined together Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, Rhonda Stoppi, and Leanne Mancini to share godly advice, information, and encouragement for everyone who is raising the next generation of warriors for Christ. So let's dig deeper. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield is a national speaker, author, podcaster, and a licensed professional counselor of 27 years. Rhonda Stoppi is a best-selling author, speaker, and podcaster who has helped countless women build no-regret lives. And we're going to be getting together every month to talk about things that parents face and give our advice on how we can help parents face these difficult situations. Welcome, Michelle and Rhonda. So excited to be here. Yes, excited. Here we go. Here we go. Well, we're going to dig into the very first question, ladies. In the light of the recent school shootings in Tennessee, which wasn't that long ago at the Covenant School, how can we help our children feel safe? Praying may not seem like enough. What else can we do? You know, I, I listened to a really great interview or a, it was a blog by Dr. Daniel Huerta. He's a VP of Parenting and Youth at Focus on the Family. And some of the points he gave, I'm just going to give the highlights. They were nurture their trust in you. Tell the truth in an age-appropriate way. Help your kids fact check because we hear so much sensationalized and fear-mongering. And then adjust what you say based on their personality. Some kids can handle more information. Others can't look at their emotions and then show them the bigger story, which I think this is the most important. As you process the events together, remind your kids the bigger story is not just the violence in this world. The bigger story is that God loves everyone and that he sent his son to rescue us from this sin-filled world. So there's hope in that. I think we can stay so focused on the scary thing that's in focus that we lose focus of the bigger picture, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory, and the one who keeps us safe. Yeah, those are really good points. And also, I think if a child's more involved in when they're part of the solution, it kind of takes away the sting and the shock of everything. What else would you like to add, Michelle? Well, I think we all know, too, that that kids are going to self-reference. And so for them to say, I don't feel safe here now. It's not that it happened over there. It's that they don't feel necessarily safe now in their bedroom, in their bed, in their home. And I have found that we can all say to kids, oh, you're safe. But sometimes as adults, we're thinking, I, I hope that's true. You know, because it, at the end of, of every day, we thank the Lord that we had another day, but we can't guarantee that we'll be safe. And so what I try to encourage parents and grandparents to do is to teach their kids and their grandkids how to connect with Jesus when they're scared and how to invite him into the room in a real first person way. Mm -hmm. So I love what you shared, you know, Rhonda, about helping them see the bigger picture. And then kind of maybe a, a counter addition to that is how do you help them see in a way the smaller picture that mm -hmm. right now in this place, Jesus is with you. And so what I've encouraged parents to do is something called the UFO hold, the unwinding frontal occipital 
hold. Now, before some parents go, what are you talking about? It just means you put one hand on your forehead mm-hmm. and your other hand on the back of your head where there's kind of a bump out so that you're holding them and you can teach them to do this on themselves and that they are able to calm their whole arousal system when their heart is beating fast and they feel scared. And that kind of hold, then as you quote unquote, hold your child, you can ask them who, what, when, where, how questions to connect with Jesus. Where is Jesus right now in this room with you? What is he saying? I sometimes ask, what is he wearing? Children don't seem to have the same blocks as we oftentimes do as adults. Like, okay, that's a figment of my imagination. No, I mean, doesn't John 10 say, I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep. They know me. They'll listen to my voice. So it's asking your child, where's Jesus right now? What is he saying to you? Your child, while they're doing that hold, calming their body, can then access oftentimes the reality of where Jesus is. What is he saying to you? Where in your body do you feel the fear or the sadness? And what is Jesus giving you? Sometimes it's a word. Sometimes it's a gift. And it's really beautiful to me for parents and grandparents to build that bridge between your child, your grandchild, and Jesus, so that when you're not there, they can access calming and and a sense of safety with connecting to him. Yes. When my kids were going to school, I can remember I would carpool, take them to school every day. I preferred the bus, but they really were fearful on the bus. There was a lot of not supervision when they were young. And so I would drive them to school. But I remember before they got out of the car, we would begin praying. And I remember praying scripture over them and helping them the songs, the scriptural songs. I love Steve Green's Hide Him in Your Heart. It's word for word scripture. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. And I would pray, Lord, lead them in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Lord, cause them to walk close to you today. Help them to feel safe because they know you are with them. Really empowering them with prayer and scripture. I remember when my grandkids were little, I have 15 of them. Some of them are still very little, but when my 13-year-old was young, she listened to those tapes and that, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And I'm not going to sing it because I'm a terrible singer. We raise peacocks. They screech like terrifying horror movie when you're a little kid in bed. (laughs) And she put her blanket over her head and was singing, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And that's a great life skill for us to learn to wash our minds with the water of the word. When we're afraid, and it's a great thing that we can pour into our kids and our grandkids that will carry them through fearful and anxious circumstances throughout their life. Yeah. I also think you need to sit down with your child and say, before this happened, before you found out this happened at this other school, you felt safe in your school. So let's go back to that time where you felt safe and and try to focus on those feelings and those thoughts, because your school hasn't changed. You know, your teacher is still there. Your friends and other people in the school are there still, they're all there. Nothing has changed in your school. And you are, you could be fearful of something that more than likely it would never happen. So I think, you know, sitting down and talking with a child and, and telling them it didn't happen at your school. We're sad it happened at this other school and we pray for those students. The devil wants you to be fearful of things that haven't happened yet. And we don't want to do that. Right. And I think even some kids may do well with knowing what plan they could put into action Mm -hmm. if they're afraid. 
Who could you call? Where could you run? Where would you be able to feel safe? And I think the other thing I want to say is I was that fearful child. I had so many fears growing up. I couldn't go to camp because I thought something bad would happen to my parents. I could hardly do an overnight. I mean, you guys, even in high school, when we had retreats, our youth group retreats, I would be a wreck for days. And like you said, Rhonda, I would quote scripture. I've loved the word since I was little. You know, Psalm 4, what time I am afraid, I will trust in you. We know that scripture. Or I lay down in, in peace, that Psalm 4, and sleep, for you make me dwell in safety. And we know that the power of the word is real, right? That's that sword. And so I have been one of those kids that have found such strength in the word, whether it's singing, like you said, or quoting it out loud or having it prayed over me, or I pray it. And I think just being present on campus, like have your kids see you work in the lunchroom. I used to volunteer in the lunchroom. And you know what my job was? Putting those skinny little straws in those little juice foil boxes? pouches to get it. Not even the juice box. It's those foil ones that you have to get the oh, yes. lunch hour. I'm putting straws in these, Capri I won't name the brand of drinks that these kids can't put the straw in themselves. But my kids saw me there. And the parents and the teachers were a part of, you know, we're here to keep these kids safe. We're here to have them have a great experience. You're not just dropping them off and not showing up again. Now I know some moms work and there's obviously things that you can't volunteer your time. I did work, but I spent my lunch hour there and my husband would go and be in the kindergarten class. He was always the, the helper in my youngest daughter's kindergarten class. He was always the troublemaker. Like he would get them all in trouble because they would do things. But just being present on campus, I think is a, a helpful thing for your kids too. That's a really good point. All good points, ladies. And I remember those, they were Capri Suns. I, I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> you know, that's okay. But I would have a hard time also and I would give those to my children. The mothers and fathers also have to show that they're not fearing their children going off to school. You know, mm -hmm. our, our children feed off our fear. So mom or dad, if, if you're fearful, then your child's going to be fearful. If you're confident, you know they're going to be safe and the Lord has got them. He's going to protect them. That will help your child to not be so fearful. Mm -hmm. Anything else, ladies, you'd like to share? Go ahead, Rhonda. In Philippians, it says, don't be anxious about anything, right? There's a formula with prayer, supplication, thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Again, praying that with your children, they're, they're learning what the normal Christian life looks like from us. And if we pretend like we're not concerned when we are, they read right through that. But mm -hmm. when they see us take our anxieties and our concerns to our father in heaven, that shows them that's how mommy and daddy feel safe in this chaotic world. And that's where I need to go to feel safe as well. Whatever God allows happen, we can pick up scripture stories in scripture, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were thrown into the fiery furnace by a bad king, but Jesus showed up. Yeah. And so I, you know, to lie and say, if you're a Christian, nothing bad's ever going to happen to you. I don't know what doctrine you're believing, but it's not true. But having the courage to say, God uses what's meant for evil and he turns it for good, like Joseph's story, that gives them glimpses of the character of our heavenly father. How do we love someone? How do we grow to trust them? By learning their character. So using those opportunities from scripture is good for your kids. Well, you know, the thing to remember is that feelings follow thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so when we do fix our thoughts on truth, it helps our feelings to follow along. So I love how you brought up Leanne that they're going to follow, your kids are going to follow your feelings. They're going to follow your thoughts. And so as parents, 
write scripture on a card. Let your child take that card with your handwriting to school and review scripture from your heart to theirs, and they'll follow your lead. Great, great Mm -hmm. points, ladies. Well, that's all we have for today on this one question. And we're going to come back again and once a month deal with some of these hard questions. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.